Handle on the News. Handle on the News. Bill Handle, you know, I like the show, but he's made several references even in the past about his crouch and someone could bite it or whatever. He has a problem. He is sick, and this needs to stop. And now, here's Bill Handel. Boss! KFI AM 640 is the Bill Handel Show. Bill is taking the day off. Wayne Resnick in. Good morning, Jennifer Jones-Lee. Wonderful Hi, to see you. Good morning. Producer Alex is here. Uh, producer Morgan is here. And in for John Ramirez, Curtis. Good morning, sir. Hi, Wayne. All right, let's begin. Handle on the news. It's sort of like uh, you and me, Jonesy. Let's do it. Let's go sto- back and forth. Lead story. There are teams all over the world. Trying to work on this summit on June 12th that the president canceled and then kind of uncanceled. Uh, they're not all over the world. There's a team in Singapore working on logistics. Mm-hmm. How big's the table going to be? Which conference room should we use? Uh, when we have a snack time, Do we, are we going to bring in Subway or Togo's or Quiznos or Jimmy John's <laughs> or Witch Witch? Oh, I do or, love I'm out. I'm out of sandwich chains. Anybody knows any more, let us know. He nailed them. Um, and then there's another team that entered North Korea to talk about the substance. What are we going to talk about? Which seems weird that you would um, have to talk about what you're going to talk about. We all know what they need to I talk gonna about. I was going to say you or I could have gone over there and let them nukes, know. What nukes are nukes are no nukes for North Korea. Sanctions or no sanctions? And uh, how are we going to make Kim Jong-un feel safe if he gives up uh, his nukes? Because that's really what it, it boils down to two things. We're going to get into this at seven. Like, what? What? where's he coming from? Because Kim Jong-un, a lot of people kind of forget, Kim Jong-un's a guy who made a lot of promises to his people. Right. And hasn't delivered. Right. Uh, so we'll get into all of that coming up at 7, but it shouldn't be a big mystery what issues they need to talk about. Is this just symbolic diplomacy right now? Well, I think you have to be very careful that there are no surprises if they actually get together in Singapore. So I, you want to be able to say, it's it's sort of like, you know, in court, they always say uh, to lawyers, don't ask a question that you don't already know the answer to. That's true. Well, this is sort of the same idea. They they want it to be like everybody knows what's going to happen in Singapore before it happens. Well, President, former President George H.W. Bush had to go to the hospital over the weekend. I wish you well. And I love what his chief of staff wrote. I guess he partied too hard with the American Legion yesterday. Darn it. But that was adorable. It was a pancake breakfast. Yeah, you can get down at pancake breakfast. I guess so. This is the <laughs> second time uh, recently that he's been hospitalized, right? Because yeah. last month in Houston, he had to go for the blood, blood infection. infection. Yeah. Now, this is what? Low blood pressure and fatigue. Yeah, and I when I uh, talked with someone from ABC this morning, they were saying this one is much less serious than the one earlier this month and that this one he should pull out of no problem. But, you know, you're... You're 93. Hospital mm-hmm. visits are, you know, kind of a thing, kind of a way of life. Yeah. Um, wow. 
You know, there's always been a, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but there's always been some doubt that uh, Sirhan Sirhan was the only person shooting at Robert F. Kennedy that day that Kennedy was assassinated. Well, there's another person now who agrees that there was another gunman, and that person, Robert Kennedy Jr. Most of all I dreamed I forgot the day John Kennedy died. All right, well, kill that music since that's about John F. Kennedy and not Robert F. Kennedy. Thank you. That's what I was like. Now, first thing I want to say is I cannot in any way blame or fault Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for being obsessed with the possibility that the truth about what happened to his dad hasn't come out. That's his dad. Yeah, of course. Who was gunned down. So I totally understand, you know, how he would get caught up in wanting to pursue it so much so that he went. He just revealed this, that back in December, he went and spoke to Sirhan Sirhan in prison. Which is crazy. And I know. Talk about Can an awkward introduction. talking to the man who... Convicted of convicted killing of your father. Was, yes. But your he dad's said, killer. I, well, except that after he spoke to him for three hours, he decided Sirhan Sirhan is not the man who shot my dad. Um, and there's th- it has to do with... Kennedy, he was shot in the back several times, and everybody says Sirhan Sirhan was standing in front of him, so how could he shoot him in the back? But, of course, there's a very logical explanation, which is the second there was a shot, Robert F. Kennedy turned around. Um, There's also a lot of thought that Sirhan Sirhan never was close enough to Robert Kennedy to really kill him uh, with his twenty-two caliber gun that he had. But... Uh, even if, here's my thing, it could be there's another person that is also responsible for the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy. That doesn't mean Sirhan Sirhan's innocent. Right. That's not what this is about. Right. I mean, the best for Sirhan Sirhan is he was in a conspiracy with somebody else to kill the guy, and it just wasn't one of his bullets that actually killed him. But that, if you think about it, that's actually thin speculation because he still needs to be in prison. For conspiracy to commit murder. Yes, for the rest of his life, as he is. Since every time he tries to get paroled, they say no, which is fine with me. But now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is one of the people who says there's more to the story. Do you also wonder, too, if the fact that there is so much conspiracy theory surrounding JFK, that that doesn't cloud? Yep. You know, I think that's a really, that's a really good point. Uh, there's just anything about, even well look assassinations basically Period. yeah have a lot of conspiracy theories behind them. well uh, that whole Mueller probe that whole thing was illegitimate. illegitimate. Rudy Giuliani man he just defended the president attacks on Robert Mueller's investigation into Russia and the Trump campaign calling the whole thing illegitimate. Says they couldn't do it if they didn't have the material when he was talking about whether there was a bigger strategy to undermine the whole investigation at play. He's going, look, we have the reasoning to get behind this. Yeah, he's and, he's saying, yes, we're trying to delegitimize. And we have facts and to back it up. And they keep doing things that make it easy to do it. This really goes back to Comey leaking the memos. Yes, which he said uh, that there was, what did he say, uh, it was illegal for an FBI official to do. I'm not saying Mueller is illegitimate. I'm saying the basis on which he was appointed was illegitimate. 
Well, uh, that judge in New York did not agree, uh, refusing to dismiss the case against Manafort based largely on the idea that Mueller had overstepped his bounds. Right. So, so far, they're not winning in court on any of this stuff. And doesn't Giuliani have to say this stuff? Oh, of course. I mean, you're the attorney. Yeah. This is what you say. Uh, All right. When we come back, is there evidence that the FBI spied on the Trump campaign? (gasps) Is there? It's KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill is taking the day off. I'm Wayne Resnick filling in. I'm here with Jennifer Jones-Lee as we continue... Handle on the news. Marco Rubio is back in the news. He says no evidence that the FBI. Oh, sorry, Curtis. Oh, there's no lyric anyway. Um, <laughs> no, he says there's no. Oh, I did. Do it again. Start over. Reset it. Ready? Here we go. Marco Rubio's back in the news. He says. No evidence. I missed it. I missed it, too. All right. Anyway, he says there's no evidence to support the uh, accusation that the FBI used an informant to spy on the Trump campaign. I don't think anyone is disputing that there was an informant uh, in and around the campaign. Right. The controversy is, were they spying on the campaign or were they investigating people who already had been identified as being involved in other stuff and if and who happened to be in the campaign if you are going to investigate somebody you kind of got to go where they are so rubio is saying this is in the campaign specific portion of it he's saying they were not investigating the campaign they were indiv- investigating individuals people who had links to russia got it who then, who then happened to join the Trump campaign. So if you wanted to investigate those people and their ties to Russia and they're working in the Trump campaign, that's where you would send someone undercover. But that doesn't mean you're trying to get dirt on the campaign, campaign itself. itself. It's right. just these people. That's, anyway, that's what Marco Rubio says. I guess he is now a persona non grata at the Keck festivals. <laughs> Well, the president is blaming Democrats for his administration's new policy on taking kids away from parents caught crossing into the U.S. across the border. Yes, the minority party who cannot pass anything without the help of some Republicans voting with them. You know what, though? Let me let me not that I'm defending anybody here, but let me at least see if I can walk through his thinking possibly. Okay. Okay. Because I think there's there's part of it that's missing from that sort of the headline about it. Yeah. That that President Trump is blaming the Democrats for what's happening now. Right. I think what he means and I've always tried with President Trump, who I don't like very much. But I have always tried to understand him, uh, to to take the things he says and does and try to see the most logical reason why he might be doing it. Um, Because 
it, it, just because I don't like somebody doesn't mean they're evil or crazy necessarily. So in this case, I think what he's getting at is this. The part that's missing is he's willing to give some ground on uh, loosening up some of the immigration enforcement, for example, passing legislation to help the Dreamers, the, uh, the DACA people. But he wants border security in exchange. Mm -hmm. He wants the wall and he wants the money for the wall. So when he says blame the Democrats, I think what he's saying is because they won't give us the wall, we're not going to give them the stuff they want. So if you so in his mind, if you want to know why children are being separated at the border, it's ultimately because the Democrats won't give us the wall. Right. And if we had the wall, we wouldn't have stuff like MS-13. Right. And we wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. Now, he, I don't know that he's doing an excellent job of delivering the message in that way and saying, hey, if you're going to deal with immigration, you have to deal with all of it. And having a wall is part of it. And if you're not willing to give us the wall, then we can't give you the stuff you want because that's not how you have an immigration policy. And that doesn't mean I agree with him. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I think I can wrap my head around where he's coming from. But boy, does it look bad as a headline. Well, yeah. and uh, But I think to your point – the president just doesn't do a great job of delivering his messages, period. And like when he got caught calling the people crossing the border, he called them animals. He wasn't referring to everybody who crossed the border. He was specifically talking about the MS-13 members. But again, in the headline, it said people crossing the border were animals. But you have to get specific about what he's saying. And I think that it's good that you try and read into what he's saying. Go, What was he trying to say? Because he's not the most eloquent speaker in the world. He's, got, he's got two challenges. One is he kind of sucks as an orator, okay? <laughs> he just does. Um, he's way more interesting to listen to than President Obama was. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, that guy bored me to tears every single time that he opened his mouth. You felt like you were at a lecture. Uh, but usually with Obama, you got a clear, whatever the yeah. message was, was clearly articulated if you were still awake. <laughs> uh, Trump sucks at clearly articulating a specific message. But he also has another challenge, if we're going to be very fair here, and that is uh, certain members of the press are always going to give him maximum crap oh, absolutely. for any failure to specifically or clearly articulate what his message is. So that's the problem. That's what he's laboring under. Uh, when we come back, good news for the Russell Hall Seafood Company. And by extension, although it doesn't seem like it, for you because of something that the Trump administration is going to do. We'll get to that in a moment. It's KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's the Bill Handel Show. Bill's off today. Wayne Resnick sitting in. Hey. Please donate to help the American Red Cross Initiative to Get Prepared California. For your $400 donation, you and a guest can enjoy cocktails and appetizers with all the KFI hosts and crew, plus unlimited sky slide rides during an exclusive evening at the beautiful OUE Sky Space in downtown L.A. You have to be 21 years or older to attend. 100% of the proceeds will benefit the American Red Cross Get Prepared California campaign. Limited tickets. For details, log on to KFIAM640.com, keyword mixer. You going to try the slide? 
Mm, can more than one person go at a time? Oh, I don't know. Can I go? Can I go with another person toboggan style, or do I have to go by myself? <laughs> I don't know. If I have to go by myself. I'm not sure. I'll put a mask over your eyes. I'll cheer you on. Oh, that makes it less scary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me guess. You love all roller coasters, no matter how extreme. Ah, uh, as I get older, no. But I still. Uh, this is what I want to try for sure. Mm. All right. I will take a video of you doing it. Okay, How's that? Good. That is Jennifer Jones-Lee, and we are doing Handle on the News. Uh, Department of Homeland Security is going to issue an extra 15,000 guest worker visas. Whenever the media covers stories, not whenever, most of the time, eh, maybe not even most of the time, much of the time, when media cover stories, they like to start with a, a particular, like, human interest angle. Mm-hmm. So here, the human interest angle uh, is this Russell Hall Seafood Company in Maryland and how in their crab picking room, the chairs are empty because they can't hire people to pick crab for the crab season. And it's because we have a relatively low unemployment rate. And so there are not as many people here who need jobs, and so some of these jobs are hard to fill. And that's why Homeland Security is going to give out 15,000 extra guest worker visas. I think the annual cap is 66,000, but they have the authority from Congress. They can go over the cap if they basically if they want to, which they did last year also. See, guess what? There's no such thing as something that's completely good. Because you would think a very low, historically low unemployment rate would just be great, period, right? Wrong. Low unemployment, that's great, end of discussion. And then here comes Mr. Reality, ah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) You realize, though, that then when the employment rate is too low, what do you mean too low? How can the employment rate ever be too low? Well, what happens is the employment rate, the unemployment rate is so low that there are a bunch of companies that have jobs to fill that can't fill them. And then those companies, if they can't get a solution, they go under. Yeah. Who would ever thought that low unemployment could kill a business? Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. Well, I started to say who would have thought spam could kill you. Not kill you, but at least cut you. I mean... First, Hawaii's got to deal with the Kilauea volcano. Mm-hmm. Now they've got to deal with a spam recall. I yeah. Mean, Hawaii, man. It's, it's a lot of not spam, the time to too. Go. Over a quarter million pounds. Not, it's not just spam, though. No. It's spam, and it's also this uh, product called Hormel Foods Black Label Luncheon Loaf. Mm-hmm. Should you really eat meat that's called loaf? Black Label. Mm-hmm. It's bla- Jennifer, it's Black Label. That makes it better. Yes, it's the pinnacle of luncheon loaves. <laughs> Who knew there was such a thing? This is the Maybach of luncheon loaves. What's the matter with you? Anyway, apparently four people complained there were some metal found in their cans. And so they're recalling it. Uh, here's the real um, outrage. Okay. Spam. Mm-hmm. When you think spam, mm-hmm. you think Hawaii. Right. Where it is extremely popular. Right. Until you go to Hawaii or live in Hawaii, you do not understand how ubiquitous and popular it is. And I like it. You like Spam? Yeah, but you've got to fry it. 
first. I'm not. I'm not any other way. I'm not eating it. But if you fry it and you get a nice like crust, yeah, it's good. Oh, my grandma used to do two slices of white bread, mayonnaise, and fried spam. <laughs> I think that's why I don't like it. <laughs> where, uh, where was it? Her trailer. <laughs> Here's the outrage. Smarty. Spam is made by Hormel, and Hormel is based in Minnesota. What? Yeah. Um, oh, God. Oh, the so- man mm-hmm. bites mm-hmm. into a hamburger, and he finds something that shouldn't be in a hamburger. Nope. Now, we had the story. Was it just last week? The woman in Louisiana who said she found a razor blade in her McDonald's hamburger. Oh, right. But that was a hoax because... Right. She was lying. Right. Okay. This is real. This has been confirmed. This guy went through a Culver. I don't know if he went through the drive-thru, but he went to a Culver's uh, in Arizona, and he uh, bit into his burger, and uh, there was a fake fingernail in there. And before you say, oh, he probably planted it, oh, no. They looked at the uh, surveillance video in the restaurant, and sure enough, there's some lady making hamburgers, no gloves on, which is a big Mm no-no. And guess what's missing from her hand? One of her fake fingernails is gone because it's in that guy's burger. So wrong. Well, uh, here's a guy who decided to take the law into his own hands. There's a guy who's going through a drive-thru in Santa Ana and sees a robbery going on. So this is where he becomes a vigilante. Well, here we are in the drive-thru line, me and her. I don't know if there was anybody with him, but he's in line at the Cozy Corner Drive-In in Santa Ana, and he looks in after midnight on Saturday, and he sees there's a robbery going on. So he then pulls a gun, shoots through the window at the robber whom he hits, and then this guy takes off. So cops have the robber because the robber stumbles out of the Cozy, the cozy Corner Diner and uh, is clearly you know, hurt and whatever, so they get him. But the shooter, the vigilante, takes off. So now they're looking for him. So Do we do we take it from this reporting that they don't have a camera, a security camera on their drive Yes, because I have yet to see any description of the vehicle or right. a, of the shooter or anything like that. So possibly, mm. maybe it all happened so fast. Maybe the guy pulled up and the robbery's going on and, the you know, you can see how the worker might have his back to the drive-thru because you're scared you're looking at the robber. So maybe I'm nobody actually saw I'm assuming there was it. nobody right there on the employee side of the window. If this guy shot from his car through the window and hit the robber inside, I'm yeah. assuming he had a pretty clear line of sight. So yeah, I don't know yeah, where the drive-thru so. uh, attendant was. Oh, man, what a crazy story. Uh, when we come back, another crazy food-related story that's also terrifying. This is the Bill Handel Show, KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640, Bill Handel Show. Bill's off today. For Memorial Day, Wayne Resnick sitting in. Bill will be back tomorrow. Jennifer Jones, Lee, and I are doing Handle on the News right now. Oh, ho, ho, ho. 
A guy is uh, closing up the Little Caesars restaurant where he works on Saturday night. He steps outside the back door, and a guy jumps him and starts hitting him with a wooden post. But that's not even the most horrifying part of the story. Kind of because, this, but... wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna reveal this in layers. Oh, okay, all right. So he hits him with this wooden post or board or something, okay, which breaks. So then the guy pulls out a pair of scissors and starts trying to stab this poor little Caesar's employee. And did I mention that the guy's wearing a grotesque clown mask? Not okay. <gasps> Oh, I nope. can't. I would poop in my pants so explosively just on the just at the sight of it. Now, this guy did not do that. This guy, the uh, I'm sorry, when we say guy, we have to make clear. So we have pizza employee and clown mask wearing assailant. The pizza employee happens to also have a concealed carry permit. Oh, yes. Pulls out the gun and blop, 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 blop. And uh, the cops show up, and the the clown guy is just laying in the parking lot. He's still got his clown mask on, and he's got a pair of scissors next to his body. He was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead! Dead! Clown mask man died, and I couldn't be happier. I, in fact, am going to go home and open up an excellent bottle of wine and drink a toast to dead scary clown man man who got on the wrong side of whatever the hell he thought he was doing. And stop at Little Caesars on your way. Yeah. Grab a pizza. And then I hope that he goes up to try to get into heaven and they're like, not you, a-hole. Down. Down you go. When you go to heaven, are you still wearing whatever you were wearing? (gasps) Like, is he going to go to heaven with a clown mask on? I bet you they took the clown mask off at the hospital, though. St. Peter going to I don't like... think he was wearing it when he died. And you know what his hell will be? What? To be chased for all of eternity by people wearing even scarier clown yeah, masks man. than he was wearing. Like it times two. All right, so this is the craziest story. A police dog was hit trying to run after a burglary suspect. In the arms of the okay, so... He's going to be okay, but here's what happened. Let me walk you through this because this is bizarre. So police go to this place in Hemet, and there's a truck backed up to a business early yesterday morning. Somebody who's in the building makes a run for it. So the police officer and his canine start chasing after that person. Well, then somebody else tries to drive the truck away that was backed up to the business. Well, the truck nearly hits the officer, and it ends up hitting the dog's leg. The dog's name is Duke. So they took old Duke to the vet. Duke is back home. Duke's going to be okay. Both accused burglars were arrested and taken to the hospital. And one of them, somewhere along the way, was shot by police. I'm just glad Duke is fine. Yep, that's all that matters. Well, oh, Alex, I just, I got to say, I really object to these kinds of stories being put in handle on the news. I know I don't get to control it, but I just got to say, this is very, this is tough. Only okay that it's... Because it's a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, somebody decided they couldn't uh, take care of their dog anymore. And so they wrote with a marker, free, good home only, and just abandoned the dog. Who 
Is people people are the worst. They really are. Uh, I guess the good news is that uh, the Ross County, this was in Chillicothe, Ohio. Oh, God. Just one second. Wait, why did Chil- that make you stop? Chil- because oh, Chillicothe, Ohio is such a hellhole. <laughs> you cannot imagine what a cruddy town Chillicothe, Ohio is. Really? And it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not, I guess, relevant to the story, but it happened in one of the cruddiest towns in America. Uh, the Ross County Humane Society got the dog, renamed the dog Marvella. And um, I think nobody has any doubt that Marvella is going to end up in a great home. Oh, yeah. Which is one way to look at it instead of being super sad, although it kills me. This is what had to happen for Marvella to get into a proper wonderful home so i mean you know what i mean like like maybe yeah. it will turn out that like thank god this person decided they weren't going to try to keep marvella but still just the the level of um cruelty just the lack the lack here's anybody who cannot uh form an emotional bond with a pet yeah that's like serial murder mindset yeah as far as i'm concerned agreed All right, that was Handle on the News. Now, uh, when we come back, North Korea, the summit is maybe still going to happen. They're working furiously on it. Why Kim Jong-un may really, really need it to happen. It's KFI AM640.